Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of Positively Affirmative. This is the show where we affirm you, our listening audience, with education, information, and resources in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness. Join your host, Katrina Jones, Prosperity Life Coach of Satari Life Skills Institute, Hasina Roach, Relational Consultant, and Radio Host, Wanda Miles. Now, here's your host, Katrina Jones. I want to start off by thanking everyone for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio and to another edition of Positively Affirmative. I'm really excited about our show today um, because we have T.J. Hope, who is one of the newest urban street um, literature uh, authors. And but I'm going to back up a little bit before we get started. I'm going to going to ask, going to check in with with Hasina. How are you doing today, Hasina? I am doing well. And yourself? I'm doing good. You see, I'm very excited about this show today. I'm doing well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, the, the I, information was good, so I can't wait. Yeah, and Wanda won't be with us today. But Aww. without, uh, yeah, without any further ado, I want to um, to introduce uh, TJ Hope and want uh, everyone to know that um, her name is Tanisha J. Hope. Her pen name is T.J. Hope. She was born in Newark, New Jersey, but was raised and resides in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, with her two sons. She attended Dillard School of the Arts, where she studied screenplay writing, singing, and acting. She enjoys writing lyrics, poems, and novels. Life took an unexpected turn for her, and during the lowest point in her life, she rediscovered her true emotions and creativity, and her debut novel was born. She has a degree in computer network engineering and currently works as an IT specialist and internet, man, internet manager for a new car dealership. Yet her first love and passion lies with her writing. She has humble beginnings and lived firsthand in the perilous, poverty-stricken neighborhoods and surroundings depicted in her writing. Her writing engrosses you, tugs at your heartstrings, and then inspires you. And I'm going to say in February of 2016, she became a published author um, with Delphine, and if I'm not saying it right, you can correct me in a bit, Delphine Publications with Powerhouse CEO, best-selling author, Tamika Newhouse. So, and her, 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 her release, we can anticipate her release coming out later this year. So, TJ, thank you so much for being on our show today. How, how, how are you today? I'm doing well today, and thank you so much for having me on the show, Katrina and Hasina. 
Very welcome. <laughs> so, Tanisha, I'm going to start off with the questions. Tell us about yourself, Tanisha. Okay. Uh, Katrina covered a, a lot of the other points as far as uh, where I was born and where I live. Uh, my two sons are my heartbeat. I have a 19-year-old who's the autistic one. He's a local artist uh, here in Fort Lauderdale, and he's currently working on his own dreams. And then my nine-year-old is the gifted one. He attends gifted classes and reads novels. So I think, uh, you know, that's my main thing after, along with the writing, is developing them into responsible men so that they can be, you know, a good product of the society. Um, my writing is my passion. I've been at this a while, you know, trying to get it going, and you could only imagine my excitement about signing with Delphine Publications. Sounds good. So it seems like you got your kids touched with your creative juices, too. They got that yeah. from you in the blood. They got it honest, absolutely. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> well, this is uh, Katrina. How old were you when you realized your passion for writing? I had to be about 10, I'm believing. I just started to realize certain talents developing myself. Um, I love to sing, I love to write hip-hop lyrics and songs and uh, short stories. And I would pass them out to friends, and they would always come back, you know, telling me they wanted more or did I do anything new and that kind of little passion in me that people enjoy the things I created, you know. So I had to be around 10 that I realized I had a passion for it. All right. And you went to a school for the arts. What was your experience like there? I did. I, I attended Dillard School of the Arts, which is uh, here in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And uh, there I studied screenplay writing, uh, vocal techniques, and also acting. Um, it was an awesome experience. You were surrounded around people, very talented people that were like-minded. Everybody tried to help each other to develop their talent. And a lot of people that loved Dillard went on to be highly successful. And uh, also, I made some lifelong friends. I have people, you know, right now today that I'm still friends with that I met at Dillard. So that that was an awesome experience. I wouldn't take that back for anything, you know. Sounds great. Now, I got a side question. When you okay. said that you made songs off of songs that you heard, tell me what songs or beats inspired you. I don't know if we're the same age, if we're in the same hip-hop hip-hop culture or R&B culture. So tell me a song that inspired you to write. All right. I'm I'm a child of hip-hop. I mean, I love hip-hop. You know, that that is like uh, my root. So a lot of my inspiration uh, does come from hip-hop. Um, being young, one of my inspirations was Slick Rick, actually, because Slick Rick knew how to tell a story and rhyme with it. You know, it wasn't too many that quite did it better than him. You know, later on, he had Tupac, which is, I love Tupac, but you just being able to tell a story and rhyme was amazing to me. So a lot of my influence did come from people like uh, Slick Rick. I wanted to be able to get a point across and also have it rhyme. Yeah, I know about that Slick Rick. That's good. All right. All right, Katrina, you're up next. Okay. In your bio, um, you say that you lived a hard life. And that, you know, that has helped to inspire your writing. Um, can you tell us more about that? 
Sure. I, I really don't like to refer to it as hard only because okay. I learned that your mindset is everything. So if you put something in your mind and hard, then it, it becomes hard to overcome, you know. But I like to say my life has been humbling. From a young girl, I seem to be caught just like in a loop of bad things happening to me that I had no control over. Uh, my mother had me when she was like 16, so I had a young single mother. We grew up together. I remember times with no electricity, no water, living in neighborhoods where always hearing police sirens and ambulances, you know. Uh, my father, most of my life, was absent and addicted to drugs. Thank goodness now in the present time he's recovered and we're building, we're building our relationship. Um, but I spent some time in the street life, I guess you want to say, and I lost some really close friends due to prison and also death. Um, I used to ask God why, like why are all these bad things happening to me? But now I know why. It's, it's because of the purpose. You know, without all the experiences, all the hardships that I've been through, I wouldn't be able to use the talent that God gave me to inspire other people. There's a um, quote by Jay-Z that I love. It says, you learn more in failure than you ever do in success. And to me, that's awesome because we all go through it. We all go through something, and we just got to keep getting up. We're going to fall, but just, just keep at it, keep getting back up. You know, I, 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 I appreciate you sharing that because a lot of times when we see people, when we see the success of others, often all that's all we see. Um, and it's easy to think that either, you know, they have it easy or they were overnight success or, right. uh, you know, those type of things. But what, what most of us don't see is the struggle. And the yes. sacrifice, um, and the forks in the road that you know that you know that failures take us to that you know we have to make a decision and and you know if it's a wrong decision we have to bounce back from it get up from it learn from it and 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 keep it moving. Um, right. So I appreciate you sharing that. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I just want to add that I, I think that it's good for people to know that it's okay. It's okay to make errors in life. You know, it's okay to make mistakes. That doesn't mean that that's the end of you, you know. You make the mistakes, yeah. you learn from them, and then you do better the next time. Absolutely. And it, it, it mistakes do, do, do not prevent us from living our dreams. They don't. Yeah. They don't define Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Beautifully said. Thank you. Thank you. Tanisha, this is Hasina again. Now, you Hasina. talked about what beats and songs inspire you, but what really inspires you to write the most? Pain. Simply pain. You know, sometimes my own pain and sometimes the pain of others. But emotion, emotion inspires and drives me to write the most because I think all of us share in that, you know, in this trial of life, I don't care if you're white, black, female, male, poor, rich, you don't have trials. That's not going to miss you because you're in this life cycle. You know, when you're writing to emotion, people can relate to it because nobody's immune to it, you know. Okay. All right. Sounds good. I, I agree with that, and it's interesting. I was at a a, um, a a business boot camp for women over you know over the last few days, and one of the 
um, tips, I would say, that we were told is that, you know, you have to share bits and pieces of who you are and bits and pieces of your stories, not only your triumphs, but, you know, your failures as well, because that's what yeah. connects you. Absolutely. You know, yeah, that's what that's what connects you to people, to the to you know, to the human spirit, is when other yeah. people say see that you know you have failures too. Oh, okay. Well, you know, you 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 you're just like me. Yes. Yeah. So it's yeah. interesting. I want to ask you, can I went to your website and, and first of all, I want to say that you know um, when we met, um, you gave me one of your bookmarks. And yeah. it had one of your pieces of writing on it, and it, you know, and it intrigued me. Um, it, it really intrigued me because it was so good, and it intrigued mm-hmm. me so much that you're welcome. That I went to your website and I read, you know, I just read everything that you, all your works, and um, absolutely, you know, absolutely fantastic. Want to ask you. you? Can you? You're welcome. Can you recite one or two of your works for us? Oh, sure. Um, I, I'm going to recite one called Brown. And uh, this poem was inspired by the Black Lives Movement and just all of the, you know, things that we go experience as brown people. Okay, so I'm going to do this one. And, again, it's called Brown. As soon as I arrive, my book is already read. By this cover of brown skin, many are often misled. Opinions of how I must spend hundreds on Malaysian, cashing in food stamps for hairdos or nails done by Asians. Bet she couldn't barely read, let alone make a sentence. Bet she's spending our taxes on the government, her dependents. Bet she's feeding five kids from three deadbeat baby daddies. She can't afford to pay attention. What is she doing in that caddy? They call it hip-hop dress, but it's how they say conspicuous. He has a hoodie like Trayvon, but I tell you, this one's really suspicious. I bet he's a bomb with no job, can't keep his head above water. I'll kill one of them sons of bitches. They ever come home with my daughter. What is it that is so bothersome about this brown skin? Is there something they know that we don't about this Netherlands? Look past the cover of brown skin to what I hold deep. Judge my character, it speaks. My heart, too, deserves to be. Pro-black does not mean that we are prejudiced or anti-white. All lives do matter. And if another race was targeted, I, too, joined that fight. It's not only the police killing us. Let's not lose our reality. It's brown-on-brown crime also contributing to the totality. We are no longer slaves but remain mentally enslaved. Innocent blood of brown skin continue to stain our graves. My brown skin and kinky hair is deeply rooted in this cause. We need unity and positive direction before we can overturn laws. It's evident that our past and present hold a lot of pain, but our culture is deep. Our future doesn't have to hold this thing. It's up to us to teach the young and uplift our community. We are the only ones that can make the future of racial immunity. So let's stay true to the fight of the brave ones before us. Many lost their lives for the proposition of brown justice. Keep pressing on. Don't let distorted images of you make you disoriented. When your time here is over, what will people say that your brown represented? Beautiful. And <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Um, 
it's funny that you said brown, and I am definitely using the word brown, and I find that a lot of mothers now that have the same complexion are using brown instead of what they always use us as black or another word they could use for us. And my son is just so, he's only six, and it's just funny when we talk about stuff and he's just saying, well, the brown people, instead of saying yeah. black people, what we were told. And, you know, when I was a child, I hated that word. I, and I don't really hate much, but that word, I just felt like, why are we being treated like we're like laundry? I don't know right. too many people that are jet black. I don't. Right. I only know maybe one, and he's still not jet black. He's dark brown, but he's not jet black. So what right. is that? You know. So right. I love that you use that word to, to depict people that are that certain hue. That's very good. I love that. Thank you very so much. So what? No problem. What was the defining moment for you when you knew that there was a book inside of you that needed to be written? I I don't know if I really had a defining moment. I believe mine was more of a progression. Um, I did a lot of short stories I had in my mind that I wanted to do a book. And then when I started adding the story, it just started to pour out of me. It's like I was watching a movie in my head or something, and it was just going, going, going. And, you know, with that came the power to take people through all the emotions of the characters. They cry with them, root with them, go on this big roller coaster ride. And then when all that's over, they're inspired by characters. So I guess maybe that was my defining moment when the story just poured out of me in a way that I just knew, okay, I was really born to do this. It's just coming out of me, you know, so fruitful. It was amazing. Now, you know I'm going to have to ask, right? Can you give (laughs) us a tease? Is it about you? Is it about something? What is it about? Give us something. Because that short (laughs) story I read was really good. Awesome. Well, the book is loosely, loosely based on my life. Um, it's about a girl named Janika, and basically just entails that she's living a life that she can't uh, win for losing. And there's really no control of her own from a very young girl. She just she's witnesses and witnessing and enduring things that, you know, young girls shouldn't go through. Um, I really don't want to give too much away of of the book. But it's going to take you on a roller coaster ride, for sure. That sounds good. And even using, <laughs> I heard something about win to lose. It makes me think of um, Fantasia's song, Lose to Win. I love that I song. I love it's that song, awesome. too. Yeah, I absolutely a, love that song. Yeah, you actually take yes. a lot of losses to win. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And people can't, as Katrina kind of said, Sometimes people forget that you have to go through things to get, like, it's like making yourself into a diamond, and you have to be pressed Mm -hmm. and pressed and pressed, and you're just a piece of coal. And then after you become that diamond. So you do have to lose the wind. So I love that you use those words. You're even giving me goosebumps. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you. I want to ask you, um, does your writing support you financially at this time, or um, you know, do you um, have another source of income that supports you? Yeah, my writing does not uh, support me uh, financially, not yet. Anyway, not um, yet. I have a day job. <laughs> I have a day job that I'm at faithfully five or six days a week. Um, I'm an IT specialist, and I also do internet car sales. 
Um, I've been with my employee for about 11 years. You know, so super still got to eat, got to pay the bills. <laughs> but uh, my writing is, you know, I would write for free. You're not going to tell my publisher that, but the writing is just like what makes me breathe, you know, like feed my soul, give me freedom. And you know, that is, yeah, I'm going to say that that is awesome. Um, a lot of times when we follow our passions, our passions are those things that we would do for free. But at yes. some point, when we when we continue to pursue it, at some point we get paid for it. Yes, absolutely. And and I think this is an important conversation to have as well, because often when we're on our path to to uh, to doing the things that we love, um, it, it doesn't support us. Um, Right away, all the time, and we do have to have other means of 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 um, income uh, yeah. to support us, um, and and that's a, you know that is a reality, um, but it's all good. So, thank you. And, and that's the reason why I think that, like you say, you should pursue something as a dream that you love. You know, because you got a lot of rich people, wealthy people that's unhappy because, yeah, they have the money, but their soul isn't being touched with something that they love, you know. So, you know, people should make their dreams about their happiness, not about wealth. Because if you stick to it long enough and do it good enough, all of that will come with it eventually, you know. I like but that. But happiness is the main goal, just your soul being at peace and you being happy. Yes, I agree. Yes. Yeah. So true. <laughs> now, I have a question. What are your dreams and goals as they relate to your writing? What's your future goal? Maybe your year goal, your five-year goal? What are you thinking about, Tanisha? Well, my, my dream has been to become a published author. So right now as we're speaking, my dream on that is becoming realized. Um, just to be able to have people to read and visualize my story on a larger level. Um, I simply want to share my writing with the world, you know. My goal is to be successful at it, you know. Uh, what writer doesn't want their work to be recognized as a true force in literature or what artist doesn't want the masses to respect and appreciate what they've created? Um, all of that is great, but it's just not what I need to feel successful in the end. I just think that anything worth having is worth working for and waiting for. So I, you know, I'm still at it. I read a lot. I write daily, and I'm just constantly studying and, you know, perfecting my craft. And to me, there's endless possibilities as to where this could take you, you know. Okay. So great. Well, when you're not writing, what are what are things that you like to do? Uh, well, my um, the number one thing is I, I like spending time with my sons. You know, we're playing board games or just playing around, going to the movies, uh, family gatherings. Uh, my family have the best family gatherings. You know, <laughs> they bring out the music and everybody come around. So I, I enjoy that a lot. I enjoy traveling. And then I also like uh like the poetry shows, open mics, comedy shows, things like that. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. I might have to connect with some of your people. <laughs> or maybe yeah. you can I can share what I know in regards to poetry and open mic. 
a couple of places I know in Miami and one at the Hard Rock Casino. So, or maybe you probably know about those. I'm guessing you probably do. The one at the Hard Rock I know about, but the other one I don't. So I would love yeah. that information. I really enjoy attending those events. Yep. So after the show, we'll definitely talk about it. Okay, cool. All right, so what messages would you give to our young black girls or women going after their dreams? I guess so. the first thing that I would say is just to keep at it. You know, never, ever, 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 ever give up. And as I was saying before, the base of the dreams on what you love, what you love doing, don't make it about money. Um, make yourself and your dream a priority. Just learn and practice, practice, practice. Um, a thing that I believe helped me a lot was producing positive energy around me. Um, that could be done by, like, reading positive publications like The Daily Word, uh, listening to positive shows like this one, uh, being around like-minded people that's on the same goal and same path as you. And um, back to number one, just never, ever giving up. Uh, you know, I could say like if you're in a car and you're traveling on a destination to your dreams and you get a flat, you know, you're not going to get out the car and just flatten all the other tires. You're going to find a way. Either you're going to call AAA, you're going to call a friend, or you're going to flat somebody down on the highway if you have to to get that car going to, to get to your destination. So I think that's like the same analogy we need to use in life. Just because one thing goes wrong, it's okay. Do whatever you have to do to fix it and then continue on your road down to your destination, you know? Great, great. I want to ask you, are there any, and I think that's great advice, um, you know, real, real good advice. Are there any upcoming events you'd like to share with our listeners? Yes, I would, actually. I'm going to be presenting an open mic event uh, coming up this Thursday, May 12th. Uh, Thursday, May 12th is going to be at 7 o'clock p.m. Uh, it's a grown and sexy um, open mic event. Love Jones is the theme, and uh, we're going to be presented at Gigi's Music Cafe, uh, which is located at 4385 Northwest 88th Avenue in Sunrise. We're excited and looking forward to that. And we're also recruiting. We do have some people, but we're recruiting people for this event. So I'll give you my website later if any of your listeners would like to present a poem or a song or a comedy, spoken word, a musician, anything like that, you know, we'd be happy to have them. Okay. So you're recruiting. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. We will... We will definitely post on on our our page. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. How can our How can our listeners read some of your work until your debut novel is released this year? Okay, sure. Um, visit my website, which is www.tanishahope.com. That's T-A-N-I-S-H-A-H-O-P-E.com. And then also you can follow me on IG at author underscore TJ Hope or Facebook author TJ Hope. Those are all my handles. Okay, great. Um, are there any um, 
Is there any messages that you would like to uh, give to our listening community about, you know, about writing, about pursuing their their dreams, um, you know, living their passion? I guess, um, again, I I guess just want to reiterate um, that if it's something that's your passion, most times something that you love is something that you're really good at. And I believe that we each have something. Like everybody has something in them that's a gift. You know, some of us find the gift early on. Some of us it takes longer to find, but we all have something. And I just think that you should listen to yourself. Don't be afraid of it. One of the um, positive affirmations that I always tell myself is, today I give myself permission to be greater than my fears. And and that's a lot because it's scary, you know, especially when it's something you're doing that you're not making money at. And, you know, you don't know how people are going to take you. It can be scary. But just give yourself permission to be greater than your fears and go for it. Wow. Wow, that is powerful. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. I believe it. Give us um before we uh before we close, give us your um give us your website um address again. Absolutely. Uh, my website is www.tanishahope.com and that's spelled I S H A H O P E dot com. Awesome. And I hope your listeners visit and read. I have, you know, some poetry up there. I have a short story that I completed, and all of the upcoming events are also listed um, there under What's the Hat. Well, we will definitely, we will definitely um, promote your, um, you know, promote your information, promote your work. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate it. I really do. Um, Hasina, she uh, dropped off the call, um, but we would like to, we would really like to thank you for taking time out of your business to be on our show. And we want you to know that you are, you're welcome back anytime. Oh, that is awesome. And I thank you so much too, Katrina. For uh, having me, the way we met was was awesome, wasn't it? Blessings coming all kinds. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. You know, and you never know, you never know how you can either bless someone or be blessed by someone. Absolutely. Um, so you know, so you know, be kind to everybody. Remember that everybody has a story, and be open and willing um, to to listen. Absolutely. Yes. This was awesome. I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Good, good. All right. Well, you are welcome back anytime. Thank you so much. All right. You have a good day now. We'd like to thank you for tuning in to another edition of Positively Affirmative. This is the show where we affirm you with education, information, and resources in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness. Join your host, Katrina Jones, Prosperity Life Coach of Satari Life Skills Institute, along with Hasina Roach, Relational Consultant and Radio Host, Wanda Miles. 
we teach aspiring entrepreneurs and those interested in personal and professional development how to create positive shifts in their work life and balance so they can become the director of their own life stories. Is your life story one you would love to see improve? Then join us here live every Sunday at 5 p.m. Bring a friend and share the prosperity. 